Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. What's going on here? Resistance is futile. This, indeed you are, Paul, is in my hand, Paul. Fan Effect. I even make a sound, it's like I never made a sound. Will I ever make a sound? This morning, one of Broadway's biggest shows hits the big screen, and it's getting some mixed reviews. Uh, the movie is, anyway. Joining us to break it down, uh, whether it's worth the watch this weekend, maybe it's right for your family, Andy Farnsworth of KSL News Radio and KSL's Fan Effect Podcast. This one, a big one. Yeah, it's, it's the big talker of the weekend, yeah. uh, the premiere of the movie adaptation of the Broadway hit uh, musical Dear Evan Hansen. Now, the screenplay was written by the same guy who wrote the play, and the music is by the guys who did The Greatest Showman and La La Land. But it's a darker story than you might think if you're not familiar with it. It follows high school senior Evan Hansen, a kid with severe anxiety whose therapist assigns him to write letters to himself, telling why each day will be good. One day, Evan writes a negative letter to himself, wondering if anyone would notice if he just disappeared. And that letter, who nobody else was supposed to see, accidentally ends up in the hands of a troubled classmate, who then takes his own life. But the boy's parents find the note, and they think their son wrote the letter to Evan, who in his anxiety doesn't deny it. And then the lie eventually gets out of control. Now, fans of the play have been very excited for this movie ever since it was announced three years ago. There are a few changes to the story, and some of the songs from the stage didn't make it into the movie, but there are also a couple of songs that were written specifically for the movie. I liked the cast, even though Ben Platt, who plays Evan, is way older than high school. I was okay with it because, you know, he played Evan in the Broadway show, so it, it works for me. But I was really divided at the same time. It had some great music, emotional moments like the song You Will Be Found, but the story bothered me. And even as I watched it, I wondered if there was a better way to get the positive message across. And there's no escaping the heavy subject of suicide throughout the movie. That and some language are why Dear Evan Hansen is rated PG-13. It is playing only in theaters. Now, on a lighter note, Star Wars fans have some new content to check out. And it's very different than previous stuff. The new series, Star Wars Visions, just dropped on Disney Plus this week. It's a nine-episode series that is Star Wars' first voyage into anime, which is an animation style that originated in Japan and features colorful graphics with vibrant characters in action-filled plots with fantastic or futuristic themes. Now, if that doesn't describe Star Wars, then I don't know what does. 
Seven Japanese anime studios bring their talent and unique perspective to Star Wars, creating nine original stories with original characters. Each episode has a different animation style and different different characters, none of which you've ever heard of, and that's part of the fun. It's kind of full circle, since parts of Star Wars lore comes from Japanese mythology, and George Lucas even admits to Japanese filmmaker Akira Kurosawa's influence on the story and original movies. I've enjoyed watching these uh, Star Wars visions, and it's cool to see Star Wars in this style of animation, and as a longtime fan of Star Wars, it's nice to have some stuff that doesn't tie into anything else. The show's rated TVPG, and all nine episodes are currently available to stream on Disney+. Now, another new animated series that premiered this week is a sequel to a pair of well-liked animated movies. The Crude's Family Tree is now available to stream on both Hulu and Peacock. It continues the story of Grug, Ugga, Eep, and their Neanderthal family, where things left off in last year's movie, The Crew's The New Age. They now live in a treehouse on a farm with the Betterman family and are trying to figure out how to survive when they no longer have to spend every waking moment trying to survive. The animation style is the same as the movies, and though the producers have replaced all the big Hollywood names from the movie in the voice cast, they did get people that really sound like their movie counterparts. So, no Nick Cage, sorry. Oh, he's in every movie. <laughs> the couple episodes I watched were pretty fun and should be enjoyed by anyone in the family, especially if you're already a fan of the movies. The Crude's Family Trees rated TVY7, and all six episodes are currently available to stream, again, on both Hulu and Peacock. And finally, just about anybody who has daughters has probably got at least some experience with My Little Pony, the toys from Hasbro. Yes, there are others who love it, bronies, but we won't go there. <laughs> Premiering today on Netflix is the animated movie My Little Pony, A New Generation. Uh, the pony world of Equestria has lost its magic, so a few of the ponies go on an epic adventure to faraway lands to make new friends out of old enemies and prove that magic can come back and that little ponies can make a big difference. It's got an impressive voice cast, believe it or not, including Vanessa Hudgens, Elizabeth Perkins, James Marsden, and Jane Krakowski, which shouldn't be surprising since this movie was originally supposed to release in theaters. Instead, it's on Netflix. It's harmless stuff that your kids will probably love. My eight-year-old daughter could not wait to see it. <laughs> it's rated G, and it's streaming only on Netflix. If you'd like more details on Dear Evan Hansen, though, then please head over to ksltv.com, where I've posted a full in-depth review. That's also where you'll find my other movie and streaming TV series reviews. About My Little Pony, I was going Pretty to say. My eight-year-old, she's going to be all over that right Oh, yes. Away. And the animation looks really good. Yeah, I, no, I it's sharp. That, so. it, was, it was theatrical release okay. quality. All right. That's what we love about streaming. There are options for everyone. Grant, exactly. options yeah, for everyone. tons of options. Hey, thanks for watching. I hope you and your family found this review helpful, and I invite you to check out my other in-depth reviews of movies and streaming TV shows on ksltv.com. I'll see you there. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything it was violent it was senseless and i will never understand it i will never accept it i'm amy donaldson and unfortunately we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives but what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt in a new podcast the letter we relive tragedy but only so we can hear the rest of the story the struggle to reclaim lives the realities of grief and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. 
follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.